0: What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA member FDSE. Ah,
1: (laughs) people, you know what? We just have such a good time in the ad breaks. You know, know, we said last week, you know, when you... It's just a, it's great to drag an icon down. It's just, you know, you know what it's like out there. The tall pip- poppy syndrome is one of the great things in Australian culture. We put them on the pedestal, then just demolish the pedestal and eat them alive when they hit the ground. Uh, Talking about eating them alive, it's time for Webster. thought forever was the <laughs> best I could do. It's always good to see the bad side of someone, you know? (laughs) Exactly. It's easier to see the good. It is, it is. But a realist Uh, sees the bad.
2: Exactly. War is over.
1: Oh, Apparently, Andrew Abdo
2: walked out of that room yesterday afternoon and said, war is over if you want it. No, he actually didn't. And (laughs)
1: Volandis wanted it. I tell
2: you, you know what? It's Peter Volandis' world, and we're just living in it. Peter Volandis yesterday went to a big lunch with, uh, with Ray Hadley. Yep. Did you not get a start?
1: No, I... Well, Ray's on air at the moment. Listen, Ray, <laughs> um, if this is how you treat your number one competitor, then, then shame on you. I
2: see Peter Overton was at that lunch yesterday, but you weren't. I find that
1: it's um, that's, that's that's slap in the face. I remember speaking to Peter Overton once. He's an old fashioned fellow. And uh, he said, Matthew, I miss you on the wireless. And I said, oh, What are we in you know, a time machine, Peter? <laughs> I like
2: Peter Overton.
1: Yeah, he's he's a lovely guy. He's all right.
2: Anyway, so PVL <laughs> went to a long lunch with uh, with Ray Hadley and friends yesterday, and then walked into the uh, into the meeting with the RLPA. Done. All done, CBA over and done with. So, thank God we don't have to go with any of this drivel about uh, player action and um, the phony PR war that's been going on. I hear it was all going to ramp up at the end of this week, so the uh, the players are going to stand united and delay kickoff and all these other actions. I got told that the NRL. We're going to ramp up a big sort of um, media campaign of their own. So I'm glad it all sort of got <laughs> cut off at the head. But from what I can tell from people in the meeting, there was a little bit of concession both ways. Yeah. Um, mm. But mostly it was the NRL who, who I will not say caved, but gave into a few demands. So I don't think it was the mm. hugest things that they were trying and, to get out of the NRL. But did, I think it was more autonomy over the over the money. Yeah. Yeah, um, did, so did, finally it's over. Deidre Anderson. Uh, she's, the, yeah. she's the Kofi Annan of this yes. story. She, yeah. she
1: is. Uh, her and, you know, and Valenius comes back in the country and they've cut through all the crap and just got it done. It's, it's, it's a great one for the RLPA for a couple of reasons. Getting, getting um, most of the deal done, but not going in there trying to win 100 nil like was trying to happen before. But, mm. but also is that for the RLPA, I think the walls were starting to close in as well. Like, how long can you continue to go, oh, we'll cover the badge, we'll do this, the M, and the NRL will just sit there and go go for it?
2: So my, from peeps, from someone who was in the room, I was told that Volandi was, was quote-unquote brilliant and that Clint Newton, who has been copying it at... In the neck from all quarters in the last few weeks was very pragmatic about the way that he went about things. So, you know, I think credit where it's due to Clint, um, and credit oh, yeah. where it's due to PVL to get it done. There's no doubt.
1: I think for Clint's perspective, I think it's probably the respect that he's got for Peter Valandis.
2: Yeah, but it's yeah, but they've also they've also had their issues over mm, yeah. over the years, and I think Clint's had big issues with the way. That the NRL and particularly Volandis was digging in and just not really coming to the bargaining table. So, think- but also good on Deidre Anderson. You're right, the the chair of the RLPA to actually make that move earlier in the week and reach out to um, to the big fella and say. Let's break bread.
0: I think the the main thing coming out of this is I hope that there's no more PR from either side of like, yep. oh, yeah, we won this and we won that. like let, Just who I don't cares? There, I don't reckon there will be more. Who cares? And I think it's actually a really good opportunity to show the fans that they're united now going forward. There's no longer yeah. us versus them. It's a five-year deal. Let's all get back in bed together, have a bit of fun, play a bit of rugby league oh. yes. and enjoy it. How Mate, about that, Webby? What yeah, do you reckon? <laughs> <laughs> That's
2: a very uh, – Strange metaphor. Uh, <laughs> used, but, but, but you, know, you go I'll, with
1: it, mate. I'm so I'm so happy for a couple of reasons. Is because it's, it's been a great season. We get into the big games. Having delays would be catastrophic. is not the right word, but it just would have been. It really would have affected the game. That's all right. we we'll
2: are talking about. Yeah, but yeah. Telstra. Tell I know. It was only a small measure, and I, you know, but. Telstra put in twenty five million a year, and to have yeah. their logo um, covered, it's not. It's yeah. not great. It's not ideal, you know. Like, it, and, yeah. and you and I and the punter will think, well, who gives a shit? But honestly, it, but a, if you're if you're if you're the CEO
1: of Telstra, oh. mate, you do care. Yeah. As,
0: as a like business it, owner myself, I get it. It would yeah. it, it, make me furious if I've put all this money in and, yeah. and something's getting covered.
1: The other thing is the NRLW. Thank God it's been resolved, um, you know, before the NRLW season is just about over, mm. because I think as far as <laughs> the men's game being affected. Not dramatically, in fact, I would say barely at all. For, but the the NRLW is a product on the rise and rise and rise, and not having that, yeah, you know, you know, basically not not allowing interviews, I think, affected the NRLW.
2: I, I exactly, but I also got really, I didn't like the line from a lot of people. Oh, well, you know, what do you hear from the players anyway? Oh, full credit to the boys. That's bullshit. Yeah. That's, yeah. Don't, don't demean the players. There's a lot of smart, mm. intelligent, articulate players out there, and it goes beyond what they say yep. in the lead-up to the game or or, um, or at half time. Like on your yeah. show, when you get guys after, after – They're um, terrific. On, on, on both networks, like they, have, they give you a great insight – into the game, and I don't think people should be so disrespectful thinking that yeah. they're just, you know, they're just dumbos that don't say anything. There's a lot of players out well, there that have a lot to say and that they say it well.
1: Webby, perfect segue because let's talk about pain, Hass, and there's a lot going on about pain, mm. and we, do, we spoke about this in the outbreak. I, I, there's so much respect for pain through the week with everything going on, to front up at the press conference and it was talking about his 100th game and the Broncos allowing him to do it and trusting him to do it and him standing there and talking openly and I, I tell you what, I thought he spoke fantastic and credit to him.
2: Absolutely. I, I'll say this little story about last year I interviewed Payne and I was due to fly up to Brisbane to do the interview in the lead up to the first Origin last year. I just think he's an exceptional player and an interesting kid who's had to take a lot on in his life um, from a really young age. And I was due to fly up to uh, Brisbane on the Saturday morning to interview him, and a few days beforehand he texted me and said, look, mate, we're gonna, I'm going to stay in Newcastle after the game. What are your bank details, and I'll pay you and cover the f- cost of the flight for the cancelled flight. And you were bragging about you, and I you said, upped at about $200. And I, and, I and I said, look, Payne, it's a Westpac savings account. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's business class. No. And I said, mate, don't be ridiculous. Channel 9 have got plenty of money. They can cover it. Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, but that just shows you the mark of the kid, you know. And I, and the, And he's very articulate. So I think he's getting unfairly bashed up over him not jumping at the 1.1, which is sort of the average of what the – the deal is at the Broncos and people saying what he should do. Payne Haas can do whatever the hell he bloody well wants. Yep. If he doesn't want to put a a Broncos premiership at the top of that list and it happens to be money and in his family he is the main breadwinner, that's Payne Haas's decision. Yeah. The thing is, what the hell is he going to do? I can't really get much of a read on it, but...
0: Thoughts? Look I, I, look, I don't know what he's going to do, but I'd be confident that he's going to stay. I just don't see any other club fitting him at the moment as no. well as the Broncos do. He's got a family there. He's got his, 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 his you know, own partner and child. He's got his own actual family. Um, I guess the only thing that I could see possibly happening, happening is some Union European Union club just comes in with an absolutely Slashes. crazy yes. offer. Yes, and I've, I've said this before. I've even said it to to Payne himself. I said, like, he's earned the right to do whatever he wants. You know, he. It's not like the club gave him a chance and then he just like has played okay footy. Oh, he exactly. has lifted us off the bottom of the table, the worst year in the history of the biggest club in rugby league, the biggest sporting franchise in the country. All the way to fighting for a premiership, and he deserves the right to explore whatever options he it's wants. It's his to life yeah. and his career. Purely, he can do whatever he
1: wants. Purely from a football point of view, mm. like my advice to him would be: you went through those. If if you're going to stay in rugby league, right, mm. is that you stay? You, you're with the Broncos through a lot of tough times. Suddenly he's getting to the top of the hill, you know. Now there's going to be a club I think that'll come in, believe it or not, and, and give him a, a longer deal and probably a bigger deal. Yeah, but that that'll be a struggling club. In my opinion, that'll be a club like like Melbourne Storm might go to one point one. No, I just don't, that, no, and and I can't and see be, I
2: can't see Gus agreeing to more much more than that at, but at you, the dogs, you know.
1: But imagine, like, you might get a club to come in and say we'll give you one point three, and we'll give in, and, and we'll do it for eight nine years, something like that. Mm. A club could very well do that, a desperate club. Mm. But do you want to do that? Do you want to go back to the bottom of the mountain again? Well,
0: I think also like. <laughs> he has proven so consistently over so many years that that million-dollar contract will always be there. He could go and play busted for two years. He'll still get a million at a struggling club. Uh, I think, look, if I had to guess what's happening, you know, as we know, third-party deals, the club can't have anything to do with it. Yep. So I think what's happening right now is the manager is trying to build hype around Payne Haas, get together a bunch of third-party deals to make this you know, next contract as big as possible. Whereas if he just goes boom and gets it done now... Yeah. There's not as much hype around it. It might yeah. be a bit harder to get people on board. That's what I think. Mate, okay. Well,
1: NRL stands for not real long. You're entitled to go and try to get what you can. You mm. know? The, the other thing about pain is the fact that you know, he, he and Pat Carrigan... In my opinion, will end up as the best one two combination as far as yardage that the game's ever seen. You know, 100%. And wh- you know why, if you butch Cassidy, why would you leave the Sundance Kid? Listen to this. Where <laughs> what are these where this? Where a, a, I'm going to start writing these down. Where is, this, <laughs> where is this coming from? I mean, usually in these sort of moods, I occasionally hit a cul de sac, but honestly, I'm just, it's like I'm in a roundabout. I just keep going. I just keep going until I run That's out of petrol. One. It's That's not going to happen. Where, you're on a roundabout. No, no and, I just I, I feel like... That's I a metaphor know. in a metaphor. It is wrapped up in a puzzle. Um, we're going to take a break. Thanks, guys. I appreciate that. No worries. And we're going to talk about um, the kicking duel last night between <laughs> oh, Mary and Penrith. <laughs>